following program may contain forced language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We're back on the grid for this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Editorial writer, V-Lord GPZ. And... Another editorial writer, Laser Kid. And our returning guest... Back from the last episode, Alien Renegade, the music guy, and the Toonami video bump guy. Yes, uh, we are continuing the domination of the uh, Dumb Weebs podcast over the Toonami Faithful. Wow. It's all just, part of our secret takeover. We're just letting it happen. All according to Keikaku. <laughs> it's Keikaku okay. Means plan. It's alright as long as I acknowledge that it's happening. <laughs> They're not pulling one over on me. I know. I know. I see it happening. It's alright. It's it's all You good. don't know that yet. Well, truthfully, it's just a coincidence. These are just the uh, gentlemen who volunteered to talk about Gridman with me. So, there you have it. And Alien talking about Gridman? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's mostly the folks that talked about Gridman last time. Of course, we don't have Celia. We don't have CJ. But uh, CJ got to talk about Gridman last time. I was like, it's my turn. It's my turn. I want to talk about Gridman. But uh, would have been nice to have Sylvia here. Yeah, it's my turn on the Xbox. Mom, Mom it's said my it's my turn on junk. Come, Gridman. <laughs> I said it first. Uh, you did. <laughs> which you, you know, <laughs> in the Japanese old Toku series of Gridman, is some kids that came up with a computer program. You know, it you know, all fits. It works. <laughs> Good stuff. Sabra Squad. That's right, you're on the same age. You remember that probably as well as I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I do, but I definitely didn't watch much of it. I was just aware that it existed. I think the first time I noticed it was in like uh an upcoming TV shows thing in a Disney Adventures magazine. I was like, oh, this looks cool. Kind of like Power Rangers. <laughs> Yeah, it was going on around the time I was ironically getting into anime hardcore, so I was like, oh, this looks Japanese. I like I like all Japanese things. It's all new to me now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I think I also had the vaguest idea of Ultraman, so I thought maybe it was like a new version of Ultraman, but it's technically not. It's... But it is by I Super wish Raya. I made that connection as a kid, because I knew what Ultraman was. There was a U.S. Ultraman show in the early 90s. Yeah. Uh, there was also a time where I think a lot of people were confusing it with VR Troopers. Oh, very easy because there was like a, these things were a dime a dozen around that time. There, there was there was also Beetleborgs, the Knights of Tirnanog. There was all kinds of shit. Oh yeah, I mean, once Power Rangers hit big, Saban and several other companies were like, "Let's let's do more of this." This is <laughs> it's, working. It's cheap. We get to sell toys. What's not to like? Yeah. So given that, uh, there is something about the casting of Gridman that always kind of, like, oh, what a missed opportunity that was. 
because around the same time that they were dubbing Gridman, they were also dubbing a little show called Goblin Slayer. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> but uh, the guy who played Goblin Slayer was uh, his name, Brad Hawkins, who was in VR Troopers as Ryan Steele. Which, uh, by the way, Ryan Steele was originally going to be played by uh, Tommy Oliver, a.k.a. Uh, Jason David Frank. But he, uh, you know, he stuck with Power Rangers, so they gave it to another guy. But Brad Hoggins, he played Goblin Slayer, another character whose famous mouth does not move. Because <laughs> he's always wearing a helmet. But I was like, you know, Rob McCollum does a great job as Gridman, but how great would it have been if Brad Hawkins was Gridman? <laughs> You know, I didn't actually realize that uh, that was a situation that could have happened. That would have been very interesting. Yeah, that would have yeah, been I completely super forgot cool. about the whole VR Troopers thing, because when I think of Brad Hawkins, I think of the guy that did the mocap for Doom 2016. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's he's still getting work. He's popped up as, uh, as uh, in a character in One Piece, recently one of Doflamingo's people. Diamante. Oh, yep, yep. a whole lot like Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been I've been having fun with those new episodes. It's been good to be a One Piece stuff fan lately. As as am I. I am I'm I'm loving that it's coming out like thirteen episodes a month. What a turnaround! I know, right? We went for like a couple, almost two years of nothing, and now it's like, oh hey, have some episodes. I actually got behind once. I'm like, I have like twenty six episodes to watch. Yes. It's hard for me to get behind because I watch it with my one friend, and he's always like, we're going to watch all the episodes right now. <laughs> like, well, six hours later. You know, it goes pretty fast if you marathon it, and you it just does. skip all the recap. You shave, like, five to six minutes off every episode. It does. I, I'm loving it, though. This is My my favorite arc um, had been probably Alabasta. That got changed to Punk Hazard. I'm wondering if it's going to change again because I really like this arc. But that's a that's a sidebar. It is a sidebar. And uh yeah. Yeah, we're here to talk about Gridman. So when last we left Gridman, uh it was the big turning point in the series where Yuta finds out that Akane is the god of this world and she created this city and she created the kaiju that fix it every time there's a kaiju battle. And she's slowly but surely trying to make it the ideal place. But she's having trouble with that because every now and then somebody ticks her off. Which I now understand is uh, homage to the original antagonist of Gridman, which was a nerdy guy who, you know, he had just the littlest things would piss him off enough that he would send a kaiju to kill somebody. <laughs> so that nice sounds like a uh, completely normal thing to do. You know, I, I know, it's a totally do. normal reaction. Totally normal reaction. Oh, yeah, you know that guy cut you off? Kaiju that guy. <laughs> oh, man, uh, it's definitely times I wish I could sick some kaiju on some people that cut me off and stuff. Right? <laughs> Note to self, don't give Scott a kaiju. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. Or a giant no, robot. The better, the, better, the better thing is don't cut Sketch off. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's the lesson. That's the lesson. That is the lesson, exactly. Uh, and, of course, also pulling the strings here is Alexis Carib, the uh, alien entity who 
has given Akane the ability to do this. You know, he he you know found her, being a sad teenage girl who wanted some escapism, and is like, you know, I can give you what you want. And uh, what a nice guy, right? Oh yeah, I mean, giving someone the ability to create kaiju and create your ideal world. That's that's a really nice person. Who n- nothing evil could possibly come from it. Clearly, just you know, the best guy. And now oh, no, you did trust no dude named Alexis though. I'm just saying. <laughs> that w- I mean, that's probably fair. <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> don't don't trust no girl named Alexis either. <laughs> or a computer, especially a computer. But uh, now Yuta has, has been told this by a nice kaiju girl who's a descendant of a character from the original Gridman. And, of course, the perfectly normal reaction to this is everybody like, Yuta, you crazy. Akane's not a god. What are you talking about? She's not controlling everything. Oh, but they figured it out pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, they're I like, like, hey, how, are like... you a god killing everyone? Yes. Oh. Oh, I still oh. like how Utsumi's first reaction is just, I'm going to smack you now. Yeah. Just, yeah. Cal- just calmly, I'm going to smack you now. So Kani shows up at the school festival. It's like, this is the kaiju that I'm going to destroy the city with. Oh. Oh, it'd be like that then. Okay. Yeah, I hate yeah. these festivals. Don't you? No, we like them. Yeah, everybody hates these festivals. I'm going to get rid of them. Uh... <laughs> hey, you can do that. Yeah, I can. What you gonna do about it, bitch? I mean, yeah, that, that's basically how that tries to eradicate school festivals. I'm so tired of school festivals and anime, but not as I tired mean, as Duelist is. Every time I'm watching an anime with him, it's a high school one. We're like, oh, here comes the school festival. It's like, ah. So uh, he can, he can relate to Akane here, I think. Yeah, I think in that situation we can all relate. Akane hates high school anime tropes. That's why she tried to fuck up the uh, the school trip before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, that makes sense. It all connects. All coming together. All coming together. It all makes perfect sense. So we still get a little bit of, uh, you know, Gridman battling Kaiju throughout these episodes, but it really starts to piece together our conclusion as Akane goes from... Uh, feeling like she's relatively in control of the situation to spiraling out of control. Uh, she's trying to get everyone to, you know, still be her friend. And she's trying to coerce them through various ways, through dreams, through just talking to them. Until she realizes, oh, uh, all these people that I created are turning on me and uh, now I'm sad again. Which, uh, you know, that's quite the existential crisis to go through. I mean... <laughs> I made you. Why are you not doing what I told you to do? I am your god. Also, super creepy of Kanye to be like, Rika, you're only saying that because I made you, my friend. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Very creepy. Gross. <laughs> and uh, we get some shiny moments of uh, Anti coming into his own, realizing he's more than just a kaiju, and also kind of rejecting the idea of using kaijus to hurt people. He's like, wow, that's quite a turnaround. And, uh, well, long story short, he uh, reformats and becomes Grid Knight. 
Hell yeah, Grid Knight. There's a reason Auntie's my favorite character. Grid Knight looks so cool. Like, Auntie was already, like, one of my favorite characters in the show. But when he got that transformation, I was just like, hell yeah, let's go. I, I was right there. Like, you, when, when me and Alien were watching this, when this happened, I was losing my damn shit. Yep, he sure was. Pretty cool. And I mean, it's it tends to be like the, the fact that the in in Toku series, the Six Ranger character ends up being one of the coolest, if not the coolest character in the entire series. So, yep. yeah, yeah, oh. oh yeah, it's it's the Green Ranger syndrome. Yeah, while while it's par for the course, it's still freaking awesome every time it happens. It's true. Oh, yeah. Also, when you find out like that the antagonist was the long lost brother of somebody, and now they're good. Dun dun dun. Oh yeah, yep. always good. Some of that Racer X goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before Anti has his change of heart, he actually tries to attack the city with a kaiju, which uh, could have been a really good like foil for uh, uh, learning that Akane's not. In control of things because they're like having a dinner with Alexis at a, a freaking restaurant. <laughs> I brought a friend. Oh, that friend. Okay. I love how like the random people just don't even care. It's just like, oh hey, there's an alien in my restaurant. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, actually, that one didn't. That one was raised. Actually, I take that back. She, 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 she they can just manipulate people into thinking it's no big deal. But they're like, they're having dinner. It's like, there's a kaiju. It's like, but I didn't send a kaiju. <laughs> sure enough, there's a kaiju. Of course, Alexis is just sitting there all smug, so I think he kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, well, of course. He, he's the one that told Auntie to make a kaiju. So, Because <laughs> at this point, Alexis is like, mm, maybe Akane's not going to do things anymore, and I, I need a backup. <laughs> but... Yeah, ultimately, he's got to go back to Wakane because she's got them real emotions. Except when she doesn't really have emotions and she creates a kaiju that's kind of sad and pathetic until it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's another one inside. What? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good trick. That was, uh, that was a good trick for sure. A kaiju hot pocket. Hey, yo, dog, I heard you like kaiju, so put a kaiju in your kaiju. Mm -hmm. That's a good plan. Good plan. And then that kaiju proceeds to be the best animated one in the entire show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's doing nice freaking flips and stuff. It's so cool. <laughs> Shit running around like it's a titan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also looks... uh. Uh, a lot less robotic than than most of the kaiju, but uh, still. Yeah, it made it made sense since it's supposed to be a manifestation of her own heart, mm -hmm. which is why it has the all the organic movements. Yeah. Also, somebody on Twitter pointed out that like the kaiju noises for that one was just Akane laughing maniacally, like Akane's voice actress laughing maniacally, and it's all distorted and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. That's interesting. That's a cool touch. I like. I like that. I like that. Yeah, it was that. It was um, brought up by that one dude who posted like all the Gridman trivia every week. He posted mm. some really good stuff. Shoutouts to uh, 
at Neo Ultimo on Twitter. That guy's got a lot of good knowledge. Mm. Yeah, the uh, the the amount of Easter eggs in Crit Man are pretty pretty crazy. Like the the whole homages to all those obscure Transformers. That's well, I'm, I mean, why not? <laughs> hey, it makes it fun. You can sp- spot the Easter egg. Yeah. If if you do, uh, I I think that um, I think that one monster that we were just that kaiju that we were talking about is an homage to a prior monster in something, but I don't recall what it is. I just remember hearing that at some point. Well, anyway, uh, the uh, the Gridman team continues to get better and better at uh, implementing all of their abilities. You know, at some point, somebody has the bright idea, oh, if we make Gridman smaller, then we can all go through. <laughs> huh. that, that's all I it took, that huh? was a, I believe that was an Utsumi idea. <laughs> good job, Utsumi. Uh, you have you a good idea every now and then. You once. Yeah. Once. Once. <laughs> okay, a few times. A few times. But... Utsumi was useful a few times. I mean, I love the character, so he's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, really, Rika? You just get unplug the computer? That could have been bad. <laughs> you just heart just, like, stops on, like, point. <laughs> uh, speaking of Yuta's heart stopping, <laughs> how mind-blowing it was it that when you first saw that moment, where Akane's coming to the store and she's getting close and then stab. Ooh. Man, I, I actually screamed at the end of that, like the, ver- the very first time I saw it. Yeah, it was very shocking when I first saw it. And I'm just like, whoa, what the? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> she, she shanked him. Got doinked. One of my, uh, one of my uh, best friends that was watching it for the first time, the only thing he could do was just send me key- keyboard spam af- after it happened. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> surprising <laughs> moment. We're all courage the cowardly dog. <laughs> the box cutter was the real villain all along. Dun, dun, dun. That's why it's in the opening. Katakun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yes. All right. So Yuta goes into a coma and Gridman fully inhabits his body afterwards. Because, sure, why not? I mean, it turns out he already was. He just forgot. Yeah. Yeah. He's always been in there. And, uh, like, so when Gridman originally came to this world, he fought Alexis and he lost and then he was split into pieces and a piece went into Utah and the other pieces I guess formed the Neon Genesis Junior High folks <laughs> I think I think that's what that 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 <laughs> sounds accurate yeah yeah <laughs> so it's a complicated lore but uh yeah so now, uh, 
we're, we're at the point where, uh, I mean, she just stabbed the guy she likes, so obviously things are going great for Akane. And uh, she's kind of at her lowest of low points and doesn't want to do anything. And Alexis is like, oh, okay, yeah, but you can become a kaiju. That blew my mind. He's just like, make me a kaiju. Eh, fine, I'll just choose what's around. Make me a kaiju. Nah. All right, you be the kaiju. Like, make me a kaiju. <laughs> like, did you, uh, <laughs> maybe you should have worded that differently. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> you got to be very careful with these wishes, you know. Make me a prince. And if I see my castle. Uh, there were good moments in that uh, live action Aladdin. <laughs> I'll say that much. It was fine. Uh, I will not talk about the other live action Disney remakes. <laughs> Those are fun. I actually never saw Beauty and the Beast. It's probably fine. <laughs> Definitely a downgrade in the music, though. <laughs> All I know about that one is, like, Emma Stone's in it. Yep, Emma Stone's in it, and uh, I, I, I guess it gave more depth to LeFou. So, there's that. Whatever. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. <clears throat> uh, the things I do for a joke. Okay. <laughs> Uh, final battle time. Uh, Grimbag goes in, fights, doesn't succeed. Uh, Ante tries to fight, doesn't succeed. Uh, things are looking bleak. And then, uh, last hour superpower. <laughs> all, all the, all, all, uh, they all get the Axis watch thingies and reform into... Classic Gridman. Daisy Dun Dun intensifies. Oh hell yeah! Getting that classic Gridman theme song. That was that was great. And then we get a really cool fight where Trigger goes ham. Which is why I started watching it in the first place because of Trigger. Mm-hmm. And they did not disappoint. No, no, they did not. But it I'm becomes. I'm not gonna lie. The first time, the first time I saw that the the trans the final transformation scene, I actually cried because I was like so freaking happy. It's like, oh yeah, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I remember now. <laughs> oh yeah, once I realized what this thing was, and I was like, oh hey, I know this from from my childhood. I'm like, yeah, I've totally geeked out with seeing the original Red Man. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's Servo. <laughs> yeah so Servo's here and he's kicking ass but it turns out that Alexis is uh, immortal so that's kind of a problem but he's taken Akane into himself and all they really gotta do is you know, get Akane to come to her realization and then they can win so uh Yuta and Utsumi and Rika are trying to get through to Akane while this is happening. And, you know, Akane's like, you know, I've done all these terrible things. I'm such a bad person. Well, I, I can't redeem myself. And they're like, no, it's okay. 
you know, <laughs> it's debatable whether or not one can redeem Akane, but they they try their darndest, and you know they're just trying to get through to her heart, and they succeed. And also, Gridman suddenly remembers, oh yeah, I got this thing called the Fixer Beam. <laughs> Let me try that. And the Fixer Beam fixes a lot of things. This uh, this is something that happened in the original Gridman, and. Uh, he fixes so much that he like recreates the world, which before, let us remember, was basically just one city. And if you went outside of the city, there was nothing unless something was built there. So that just created a whole lot of life. <laughs> uh, creation. It's not a fixer beam. This one, it's a universe creation meme. Yeah, it's. Many questions. Gridman should have read the fine print, I guess. I guess it turns out Gridman's a god too. Huh? Not really, but yeah. Yeah, uh, he's he's a hyper agent. This is all still like in a computer. Or oh something. yeah, this is, all of this is still in the computer world, hundred percent. So you might ask yourself, why does it keep existing? <laughs> well, I mean, why not? I mean, it's magical computer world. You don't ask why the digital world exists in Digimon. Same thing. Or reboot. Or reboot. Yeah. Same, same idea. Same idea. Yeah. Well, okay, then. And uh, after having one last heart-to-heart with Rika, Akane decides to go back to her world. The real world. And we see her awaken as a real person. And we uh, somehow snuck nods to Promare and Space Patrol Luluko onto Toonami. Yeah! Hooray! Yeah. I dig it. I dig it too. And a, a, a tearful goodbye to Gridman. And Yuta will wake up and be Yuta again. And it's an interesting thing that Utsumi said when Rika was concerned that uh, Yuta wouldn't remember the name. Well, you could just become friends with him again. I mean, that's a callback to way earlier when he was talking to Yuta, and he's like, uh, I guess we'll just be fr- make, become friends again when Yuta, quote-unquote, lost his memories. So it's a fun little callback. Yeah, I appreciate how it comes around. The other thing I really liked was the fate of Auntie, because it looked like he was dead there for a minute, and then they leave him. He's like, oh, yeah, he can't pay the debt, whatever. And turns out he's been rescued by the other kaiju lady. And uh, they will repopulate the kaiju population? Perhaps. <laughs> like her family, he repays his debt, so perhaps he will join that family. Dun, dun, dun. Can we just get an anti-spinoff? Uh, please. I, I want it. Yeah, those those two are cute together. This one's up. Also, when Anti reveals his uh, two eyes, that's mm, interesting. Yeah. Quite. He gets a Gridman eye. He does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is Grid Knight. Mm. True, true. So that was Gridman. Heck of a ride. Heck of a ride. And then you watch the music video for the opening, and then you cry some more. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. when you first showed me that alien. I'm like, my mind was freaking blown. And it's crazy because they released that music video like, I think it was about like a year later. Like over over a year later. 
after like the show ended. Cause like I I didn't know about it until one of my friends just sent it to me and I was just like like, oh, it was a music video for the opening. And then I look at the upload date. I was like, wait a minute, this just got uploaded? And then I watched the video and then I was like, ah! Yeah, it's a bit of an epilogue where we see Akane uh, trying to start over in the real world. So she the true story is Proud of her. A, uh, a girl with a lot of anxiety, not sure of herself tries to escape to a world where she becomes a god and she re-envisions herself as whatever she considered ideal beauty to be. And she tries to be friends with all the people there. Yeah, it, it's definitely a sad story. Yeah, like if the way I I kind of made the analog, it's kind of like you know if you're creative and you can create your own worlds, but imagine being them being real and not just imaginary. Mm-hmm. And then imagine being just terrible to it, and it's just like, oh man, I get where she's coming from though, because if you don't think of it as real, you could easily justify what she's doing. I saw somebody's uh, I forget who's, but uh, somebody's commentary was that it's interesting that her real-life body looks a lot more like Rika, and at the end there, when Rika says, stay with me, it's kind of like accepting herself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Rika's yeah best that friend. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, kind of didn't have that self-love for herself, because she straight-up hated herself. Mm-hmm. So she thought if she had some... So this is how I took it. Like, She thought... If I, I thought that if she had someone that basically looked like her, and made made it her so that she can unconditionally love love herself more or less, then she would kind of placebo her effect herself into feeling better. But of course, it doesn't completely work out. But it does work out at the end because of that last conversation. And actually, my favorite thing about um, Rika being modeled after IRL Akane, and I said this on Twitter too, is that even though Akane had her, what she thought was her ideal appearance and ideal personality, that in the end, Yuta just still fell in love with the girl that was more or less just Akane as she was normally. And when, ah, I, when, I, when I put point. together that connection, when I put together that connection the first time, it just like freaking broke me. And I was like, oh my God, I love this show so much. And that's, like, one thing I think a lot of people didn't realize about Gridman, and it's just, like, one of those small, subtle things that just really, really makes Akane's character so much more uh, so much more complex. And I really, really love that touch. So would you say that Akane is the main character of Gridman? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, everything kind of goes around what she's doing and what's going on because of her, so I think that's a fair call. Yeah, I would third that. And yeah, that's like the reason why, and like a lot of people noted this, especially early on, is that it feels like a lot of what they thought were the main characters, you know, Yuta, Rika, and Nutsumi don't don't develop that much. But then like once you get on further in the series, you see Akane start to get all this complex character building. And like um, my best friend had put that together around, I think, episode 9 or episode 10, he felt like that Akane was, like, 
more of the main character than youth and i was like yeah that's kind of the point actually mm-hmm. Utah's just kind of gridman <laughs> and yep. gridman's not gridman's not known for his personality <laughs> nah he, he punches things real hard he's a yeah. man in the grid and he, uh, yeah, he's a sympathetic soul who who wants to bring justice. But uh, other than that, he's he's kind of a boring guy. <laughs> so it kind of makes you wonder what the real youth is like. It is something I I actually honestly wondered about. Hmm. Yeah, there was like one thing I wish we could have had. Like just like an animated OVA of just the world after Akane leaves. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, they'll show up in Dinazenon. Oh, that could be fun. I mean, it's Please. been fun so far. Yeah, God, that first episode was so good. Yes. Not Megalobox two level good, but still very good. I like how they kept the typical SSSS fashion by not telling the shit, but still make it in- still making it engaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yep, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm coming along for the ride. What is a kaiju user? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but apparently it's not working anymore. I don't know. And that's, I guess, yeah. us teasing the sequel. I did want to talk about that with uh, when I rewatched the first episode of Gridman when it aired on Toonami at the beginning of the year. It's like I forgot how much of a kind of fooly cooly vibe I got from this early episode. Kind of the mysteriousness of the world and also the slice of life interpersonal relationship stuff. And also a decent slice of Evangelion in there, of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's it was it was nice. It was a nice change of pace compared to other shows on Toonami at the time. Very refreshing. It made me very happy to see that get uh, access to a wider audience because it totally deserves it. Yep, absolutely. Totally. And I'm agree. glad because I finally could talk about that show with people because like I was like Laser Kid and I were like the only ones who watched the show like out of my friend group who watched the show while it was airing and I'm just like y'all watch this show and they're like eh, I don't know and I was like yeah ah. I got lucky because I just basically forced my friends and like get over here I'm showing it to you and, and they all loved it but <laughs> I think it took me like a year and a half to watch like the final four episodes just because I kept getting lazy and forgetting which I feel really bad about, because, like, those are probably, like, my favorite episodes of the show. So, yeah, after man, that... The last four ones are, like, the best, especially, like, once you get to episode nine. Like, mm-hmm. bruh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad you put off watching episode nine for so long, because that's, like, my favorite episode. Yeah, I remember I told you guys that. I'm like, you guys were like, hey, go watch right now. I'm like, I don't feel like it. I remember this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I bet once you uh, watched episode nine, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to finish this now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's literally what happened. <laughs> Understandable. 
very understandable. Uh, any additional observations, moments you want to talk about? I got several. Because Fire away. <laughs> I mean, first off, can we just talk about just the direction? Like, mm -hmm. not even how, not even the content, just the direction on episode nine. Like, the cinematography and everything. Mm. Like, oh my God. Like, those, especially those flashes of Gridman in the background. Yeah. Like, all of that, like, those subtle touches. And also, I don't know how I didn't pick this up, but like, on my rewatch, just the fact that Akane purposefully kept um, Utarika and Utsumi separate, se separated. So that way they wouldn't remember all of their, you know, what they were doing. And yes. then... And, like, Griffin is definitely one of those shows I think you should watch twice. Because then, because once, once you watch it a second time, you start to pick up on things a lot earlier. I definitely agree with that. There's a lot of great little hints here and there that, that I picked up on my second viewing that I didn't on my first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this, like a whole bunch of subtle foreshadowing, and it was actually like this. Uh, tsunami viewing was my actually actually my third time watching Gridman because I watched it uh, both in English and in Japanese when it when it aired. But um, like just how like certain episodes that you kind of thought would be insignificant would be important later on, and it was uh, me watching episode four. Which was the one with uh, Rika hanging out with those YouTubers, and where YouTube uh, realizes that she likes Rika. I think it was me going back to that episode that made me realize that um, that whole thing about um, Akane IRL being the model for Rika, and it, that's like just watching that again made me realize like that connection. And like when my best friend first time was watching it, he was like, um, he's like, is there really a point to this? Because I don't really like dumb romance subplots. I was like, there kind of is. It's like big spoilers though, so I have to tell you later. And then once, um, once I told him, he was like, oh my god, that's beautiful, actually. And I was like, yeah, man. Like just all those little subtle character interactions and stuff through it, through everything. I think what really grabbed me was there are no wasted characters. Even Utsumi has a point. Like, he, he's kind of the voice of the... I mean, he even says it says, I'm the voice of the, of, the, of the common man. But he totally does. He really kind of... He acts like someone who's more, you know, in the background, but is able to, you know, speak to the situation. Um, everyone has a point. Everyone has something they bring to the story, and it makes it interesting. I, I've always liked how basically nothing is wasted. Everything goes somewhere. There is a whole lot of, not a whole lot, but there is a good bit of uh, original Gridman lore that you kind of got to pick up on before you like to like fully understand and oh, goddamn, fully understand the show. But then, um, like I actually had to do a lot of reading up on some of the uh, Japanese only content. There are some things that they explained in in like some of the audio dramas and stuff that weren't in the actual show. Like one of those things being how um, like Gridman had his consciousness split up into like 
multiple different parts and you and i love how you kind of see that in episode one like in the opening scene where um Akane is just looking at the sky and you see like the big shiny light and then it just splits off into five different ones and that's pretty much Gridman and then all the uh neon genesis students more or less arriving in that world because they were chasing alexis carob but then alexis carob had temporarily won before you know everything else in sss as Gridman happens and um like just other things like how the universe is pretty tight tightly knit and woven together because um like i had, to, I had a conversation with my friend about this because he he was kind of confused especially about um how anacelis the second was said that she was already there in that in that universe and he's like wait if rika created it then how is she already there and i was like yeah it's the same it's the same world, pretty much. It's just that Akane's world is a subset of that world. Just, like, her own little pocket of the computer world. Ah. So that explains how Anacelus was able to get in, get into that little pocket to tell Yuta, you know, the truth about the whole universe. That makes sense. Yeah. And then there's the very uh, curious case about Rika's mom. Rika's mom just was like, yeah, whatever, go do it, it's fine. I, uh, oh, okay. Don't mind me, just get into that type computer, it's fine. <laughs> get in the robot, Utah. <laughs> you actually made that joke on the last podcast. I think you did, and it's still funny. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the show doesn't really explain this, but yeah, apparently Rika's mom is ac- actually also a hyper-agent, which is which explains why her eyes are yellow compared to like everyone else's oh, and why she's I never, I never picked up on that really yeah and it, it explains definitely why she's like not surprised by anything and, oh yeah um, i would explain that huh. the um like i have the limited edition of the uh gridman blu-ray and in the art book they said that um in like a little they have like little interview snippets based on like their design philosophies for some of the characters and they said for Rika's mom they kind of wanted to make a character that already knew the entire script of the show that was like <laughs> the kind of character that they were going for and yeah it fits pretty well that does fit pretty well let's see also she actually has a name they don't say it in the show or anything but yeah she actually has a name her name is actually uh, Aurier is that actually oh. her first name Just a little random fun fact that I picked up. Hmm. That art book is really good, though. So that was the art book in the the U.S. release? Yeah. Yeah, the the limited edition U.S. release, which I need to get around to getting. Hmm. I hope that uh, sales of Gridman have improved since it aired on Toonami. That's usually the case with Shows that people aren't super familiar with. It was really nice to see, like, the first-timers' reactions, though. Because, like, there was just excitement every week. And I hadn't seen that in, like, a random what-in-the-world-is-this-show kind of show on Toonami in a long time. And it happened Mm -hmm. to be one of my absolute favorite shows. So just seeing everyone, like, freak out, get hyped, interact with, you know, the community and stuff. That's yeah, part though, no seeing way. people be completely wrong about certain things, like early <laughs> on, and I'm just like, ha 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 ha. 
Oh, what were, what were I, people I thinking? you and I had a good laughing fest in the last podcast for that very reason. Yeah. The the main the first thing being about about Akane being the the antagonist of the show, and I'm just like ha 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 ha. Well, in a sense. But she is, but she isn't, but she is, but she isn't, but it, it, it's, it's complicated. Yeah, no, people think people were thinking that she was, like, the big bad, and I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, like, someone, and then some people think thinking, like, who would you choose, Rika or Akane? And I'm just like, ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Both, both are good, both. Yeah. All of both the are good choices. Why not both? Also, shout out to Brandon McInnes for uh, doing his little video where he's like, everybody's so thirsty about Rika's thighs. She's a nice girl. <laughs> She's got elite hacker skills. She takes his boy. She doesn't even know to the hospital. It's so nice. Yep. It's like, yeah, you tell him, Brandon. She's she's more than her thighs. Let's let less talk about her thighs, more talk about her eyes. All right, it's official. I bought the limited edition. This podcast convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the fence of buying the, that or the other one event, and I just that's why I never got around to it. Now I'm just doing it. How much was it? Uh, sixty five bucks. That's not bad. No, yeah, for a limited edition, it's, it's not bad. It's reasonable. Where'd you buy it from? I, right stuff. Did you buy it from Right stuff? I didn't because it was the same price on Amazon, and I have free shipping on Amazon. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually considered ended it. up getting mine on sale. It was like I got mine on like one of the Funimation sales. I got it for See, pretty much what, what the normal done. price would would have been. That's what I should have done. Well, I'll keep an eye out for a sale myself. I mean, I'm I've got a right stuff order in the in the way. It's uh, much more money than this, but they they're out of stock on half the things I bought. <laughs> But uh, I have a right stuff order in the way because I like right stuff. I do. I do I like. I like right stuff a lot. Uh, it's usually who I buy my anime from. Uh, <laughs> you guys hear about my Anaplex haul? Oh no! I my, my I just, has I just ordered uh, a bunch of blind boxes on Pi Day when the ten dollar blind boxes were three dollars and fourteen cents. So I bought like fourteen of those because you got to buy a lot of them to get free shipping. And also one of the $20 ones that was like 12 bucks, which is not as good of a saving, but you know, whatever. I don't know uh, <laughs> how it happened, but everything I got was from Anaplex. Unfortunately, Ooh. a lot of it was doubles. <laughs> not oh. just doubles, like triples. I think I have four copies of some things. Wow. Kind of ridiculous, but hey, I got the fourth and fifth volumes of Gurren Lagan on Blu-ray. That's cool. Cool. Uh, I, I got a bunch of copies of the what was it? The uh, second so Madoka movie. Oh wow! A that one of... is one of ones. Actually, I think it's are there two or three of those movies. Three. Okay, three. it's the third yeah. one that I've been. I want to get a copy of, but they can't find anywhere. Uh, uh, several copies of the Sword Art Online Extra Edition on DVD. No. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Navel-gazing, no. the recap movie. 
And uh, actually, uh, the second part of Phantom Bullet for Sword Art Online was the $20 one I got, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, then a good I, and then I got a couple of sets of Elf Noah Zero. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so I went from having no Anaplex DVDs or Blu-rays to having quite a few. They may be my nemesis, but I have enough from them, and I probably will get more, but they're still my nemesis, and I cry every day. On the bright side, I was going to say you looked out. CJ on them. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say you lucked out, but you ended up getting a bunch of trash. So, nah. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like get rid of some of this stuff. Maybe make a profit, but <laughs> eBay, eBay it up. You can sell it at <laughs> sell it for pretty cheap compared to the regular price. People will buy it. Potentially, yes. But I don't want to have to ship things to people. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, that would be a pain. Speaking of buying stuff, I completely forgot how many Akane and Rika figures there are. Like, on right stuff. Oh, uh, a lot. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> this time they didn't make Gridman to sell toys. They made Gridman to sell waifu figurines. Yeah, and that's there's also an anti-figure. The, the anti-figure looks good. Yeah. So they, they do have a Gridman figure, which is nice. Yeah, it's like $124, but it looks good yeah, quality. That's, that's why I don't have it. But... Gosh, every now and then I see anime figures, and I'm like, oh, that's neat. Oh, that's it's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Anthony's yeah. only 36 though. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, if you buy secondhand, you can get some nice figures for pretty cheap, but... I think yeah, they right. recently actually like released like a five hundred dollar Gridman figure. Oh my god! And it is the guy like like the transforming robots and everything. And I'm just like, yo, anybody anybody got five hundred dollars want to spot this <laughs> spot this for me? <laughs> well, I did just get that stimulus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> could buy stimulus check. Not really. Yeah, which means I could buy uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, I guess. <laughs> There we go. We're gonna run out eventually. I mean, we've got Dainu Face if you want the, uh, the, uh, or Dainu Atesa, sorry, pronounced that wrong, for the affordable version. Plus it's the dog. not the same. I don't care, I like it. I mean, yeah, they're, they're both good. Yeah, I definitely need to watch more of, uh, any Galactic Heroes before I decide on buying something so expensive. It's on high dive. I just never get around to watching it. Uh, yeah. The Gridman. It's good. It's nice to have on Toonami. More of this, please. Please, Toonami. More, more curation of older, awesome shows that people didn't see. This is what I want to see more of. This was great to have. Blood on. Blockade Battlefront. <laughs> um, yes. yes! Give us Blood Blockade <laughs> Battlefront. <laughs> they will do amazing. You can even go from the creator of Trigon. And then you get everyone watching. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as much as I like having, like, newer shows on the block, like, I think having kind of shows that are, like, at least a few years old, uh, creates more interesting conversations on Twitter and on our podcasts. Because <laughs> I feel like, say it's just like, oh, Demon Slayer Season 2 or Fire Force Season 2 or what have you. It's like, 
I mean, my people are watching it actively, so it's like I'm watching ninety percent what's on Toonami on streaming before it's on Toonami, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly the thing. It's like there's not there's there's for one thing not a ton of motivation to watch it on Toonami, which is neither here or there, but like it's also it's not as fun. It doesn't create as much of a communal experience. I feel as like something like Gridman, where it's been a while, so like. There are new people watching, but then there are also people like us who have seen it before and want to re-experience it. Oh yeah, it was totally worth a rewatch, hundred percent. I agree, and that is precisely why they need to play Blood Blackgate Battlefront. Hell yeah, exactly. Oh, they do. Hell yeah. They do. Also, if you want something you haven't done before, guys, Tiger and Bunny. I mean, season mm-hmm. two's coming out next year. It'd be the perfect time. Tiger and Bunny. You need that Tiger and Bunny, damn it. But instead, we get the Promised Neverland season two. <laughs> had to bring up the Fresh Wounds alien. Uh, hey, there's a show I didn't finish watching subbed. That's a good thing, Sketch. Yeah. I've right. read enough of the manga to know what they skipped, and, uh. Man, the, yeah. the whole reason I wanted Promise Neverland Season 2 was Goldie Pond, and then they just said nope. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> nope. Goldie Pond is good. so good. That, that, I'm that, good. That, uh... They took out best character. Yeah. Hope is lost. On one hand, I can't really blame them for, you know, getting a dub premiere when they can, but definitely one of those times when I'm like, you know, maybe you should have passed on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see people's uh, reactions to that. Well, here's the thing: the first four or so episodes are fine, so I think initial impressions are gonna be like, "What are people complaining about? This is fine. This is this is this is good." And then it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of um, looking at Tanami's Facebook page on when they posted about it. Someone said, "I haven't read the manga, so I can't." So it's going to be hard for me to be disappointed. And then, like, all the replies are just like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I haven't read the manga either. And, uh, yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> the Anyways, I hope we get so... Dana Zen on, on Tanami. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Uh, there's some people that are like, oh, they're totally going to get it real soon. And like, yeah, uh, I, 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 was ho- I was hoping. I was really, really hoping, but no. Maybe not real soon, but who knows? Depending on the simuldub schedule, maybe. Maybe by nice. I, I, I definitely want that simuldub for that. I enjoyed watching a sub, but I want that dub. You're going to have to wait a little while if Clifford Chapin's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, quite busy with both Slime and Dr. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like both of those two, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially Dr. Stone. For me, it's especially now that hero's back, he's gonna be voicing Bakugo again. Oh, yep, yep, yep. The Hero Academia is back up. We just gotta get that Simuldub, too. Yeah, that's that's probably coming pretty soon. Simuldubs, please return to us. Ah, I'm gonna die over here now. I understand why they're slower, but I miss them being faster. They're actually getting pretty fast at this point, but I mean, there's only so much they're improving, they're definitely improving. No, no question there. Yeah. But it's, eh. it's, it's I, I, not where it was, but I, I, I know why it isn't. And so it's like I don't want to come off as going, Why aren't you doing what you did before the pandemic? There was a pandemic. 
but it, it still hurts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, we look at uh, right now, this year, compared to where we were last year, right about now, we're like, well, oh, yeah. he's doing a heck of a lot better. Oh, oh man. Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're firing on all everything, cylinders. Everything is much better this year, no question. Yeah. It's just kind of a shame that they didn't, like, I don't know, get Assassination Classroom sooner last year. I think that would have helped them, yeah. 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 Would have helped a lot. But eh, now we get to wait around to see when that's coming back. It'll probably be back sometime this year. Maybe after Boo Wars. Yeah, and we don't after even know. If, yeah, I, I don't oh. even know if they're going to. They might only play season three of Food Wars before giving it another break. We don't we don't know. We do not know. The world may never know. For CJ's sake, I hope they don't get season four. <laughs> season five oh is the bad one, though. I mean, season four is still not so great, but... <laughs> I need to catch up. I was still in season two. I own season one and two. There you go. I don't think we're talking about Gridman anymore. No, we're not. We're not. What's we, a we, have got, we sidebarred from a sidebar from a sidebar. So many sidebars. So little time. Do we, do we need to get salad to go with these? Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I can't think of a joke about salad. I was trying to do a salad bar joke, but I... Someone passed the ranch. Legalize it. <laughs> Let's talk about Adult Swim Jr. That was wild. I'm mad I didn't get to see that live. I was at work. Same. Yeah, Poor I was, I, I was not watching around that time period. Yeah. But that that that's that's great. I appreciate that this is a joke years in the making. <laughs> I'm like Adult Swim Junior. It's not a real thing, we swear. Like two, three years later, they finally do it as the April Fool's break. <laughs> It's unfortunate that it didn't last very long, though. Like they definitely didn't go all night. They only, they only did a, a Rick and Morty episode and an Aqua Teen. But eh, they picked good episodes. So. Yeah. It's definitely uh, good. And all the the new animation stuff that they did for it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Gamu Seto one those. I found really funny. Gamu Seto Machu Preschool. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, somewhat inspired by that, somebody uh, posted a thread on the Toonami subreddit asking to junior-fy Toonami show titles. And I came up with some of those that I want to I wanna read off what I came up with. Because, of course, I can't remember them off the top of my head. Well, I can remember some of them. I mean... I mean, Below Hank exists. There's there's Attack on Titan Junior High School. Yeah, there's Attack on Titan Junior High School. There's that uh, there's that Assassination Classroom spinoff. Oh yeah, the, the Koro Sensei Quest. Yep. Yeah, Koro Sensei Quest. There's um, Rock Lee and his Ninja Pals. But here's the fake ones that came up with uh, My Hero Preschool. Uh, the Promised Nap Time. 
Excellent. Fire Patrol Rescue Heroes. Nice. <laughs> A plus. A plus. Blues Clovers. Oh. <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's a good one. Eureka's Castle 7. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. The low-hanging fruit is Dragon Ball Babies. I hope you wrote. I hope you wrote the Z at the end. I didn't put the Z in. But... God damn it, Sketch! Come on, it was too easy. You're right. You're right. Uh, Dragon Ball Babies is also the pet name for people who were whiny about Dragon Ball. Uh, Doc McStonefins. Oh no! <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're all appreciating these. These are great. I love and, them. And Cowboy Nursery Rhyme. <laughs> I was going to go with The Promised Nursery Land, but then I was like, but I already have Cowboy Nursery Rhymes, and that's not as good. But here's the clincher. The host has to be the actual Thomas the Tank Engine head on Tom 4.0. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. I, I, yep, yep. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Oh, my God. V-Lord, you know exactly what I'm thinking about. Is it the fault. Thomas the tent. tent that I burnt yes. when I was in high school? Yep, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. Sketch, have I ever shown you this video? I sacrificed Thomas to the fire, man. It was yeah. it, 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 it's it's a thing. We, we took I'm... like a giant Thomas the Tank Engine tent that we found in one of my buddies' like houses, went oh. to a fire pit and threw it in the fire and filmed it burning uh, first they're bur burning books and now they're burning Thomas tents <laughs> alright you might have shown that to me at some point but not not really ringing any bells but yeah those, those were fun to come up with I was like, oh, this is too perfect. I, I know the names of far too many preschool shows. <laughs> Good times. Good times. <clears throat> I'm still stuck on Doc McStonefins, though. <laughs> it's a mouthful for sure, but I was very proud of it. <laughs> very proud of it. Actually, I think Eureka's Castle 7 was my favorite. <laughs> I mean, you got me going because I remember Eureka's Castle. Because I'm I mean, who doesn't remember Eureka's Castle from the glory days of Nickelodeon's preschool shows? <laughs> I don't hear about it very often, sadly. Yeah, it's true. I tried to come up with something for Gola Goa Island, but I just... Yeah. <laughs> the promised Gola Goa Island. <laughs> Maybe that. I don't know. Could be fun. Could be fun. Yeah. Uh, any minute. Yeah, we're. Are, are we done talking about Grim Man? Because I, I, think, I so. think we're done. I don't think we can. I don't think we can come back from that. No, I don't think so either. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, probably gonna retroactively mention this in another episode that's already been recorded, but uh. JoJo Stone Ocean's coming, baby! Hell yeah! yeah. Confirmed. Stone Ocean. Yeah, second best part. Let's go. 
to I'm be hyped. to be clear, not not confirmed for Toonami, but it's being made, and that's the important thing. I mean, I, I, it's not confirmed for Toonami, but like, I'd be actually surprised if it doesn't show up. <sighs> I I mean, I would too, but we didn't get Yashihime. That's so, true. At least yeah. not yet. So I don't know if they're going to get the dub premiere of JoJo unless they, they contractually might have the ability to do it. Like, pretty sure that's the case with Promise Neverland. And uh, <laughs> we might might actually end up with the dub premiere of the uh, second season of Demon Slayer, which will be very confusing for people if they can't see the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Hey, just... hey, hey, Toonami, play the movie. Seriously, do it. Anaplex, let them play the movie. I really hope they do. I mean, it's going to be on digital Please. starting in June, but like, throw people a bone. Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to the theater to see it. No, I'm I'm waiting for June. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it up on my Roku and just watch it and be like, yeah. hey, that's how they adapted it. I mean, I'm going because someone has to cover it for the Demon Slayer podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking demon slayer simp. <laughs> J Mac might talk me into going to the theater. That may happen. <laughs> I did want to talk about one more thing regarding Gridman since uh Alien's here. Alien, tell us about your Akane Shinjo rap. Oh yeah. So uh Fun Path, I actually wrote that about two years ago. Mm. This is about a couple a couple months after Gridman ended. That guy made the beat, wrote the rap. I did try and record a little demo, but I had an old crappy USB mic, and I didn't like the quality of it, so I just kind of sat on it. And then when I was um, thinking about making Tanami Beats Volume 5, like thinking about all the stuff that was going on there, I was like, yeah, I'm going to put the instrumental on there. I'll probably make, make the vocal version later now that I got this good mic. And then once Gridman was announced for Tanami, I was like, oh shit, now I have a good excuse to actually release this song. So I did the re-recording of it, rewrote some of the lines, and pretty much sat on it until episode 12 aired. And then as soon as episode 12 aired, I put it out. And um, the thing about that song, one of the things I like about it is that while it's very much a nerdcore song because it's about an anime girl, I kind of framed the song so that I didn't have any explicit references to things like in Gridman, like, you know, Gridman, Akane, like none of the characters and stuff are name dropped in the song. But it's still like, like for people who don't know Gridman, they could be like, oh, it's a rap about depression. But then for the people who know Gridman, who have seen Gridman, it's just like, oh, I remember, oh, I know what this part corresponds to and that stuff. And um, this was actually a good case because, like, my friend that I keep mentioning, um, I had showed him the song when I had first made it. And he honestly thought it was about me because I, I deal with a lot of, uh, I've dealt with a lot of that, those feelings and stuff. And that's probably the big reason I made that song is because I related so hard to Akane. But then uh, after he watched the Gridman, he was like, okay, yeah, now I understand everything in this. 
but yeah um it, i think it turned out very well both the video and the song and i've been waiting to release that since you know gridman has been airing on tsunami yeah it's awesome. called a uh, akane shinjo visceral if you want to look it up on youtube it's on my Amperin youtube channel it's also on bandcamp and soundcloud for download it's a damn good song agreed mm-hmm all right well i guess we, we could probably call that a podcast uh I'll, I'll do the house cleaning and we'll get on out of here you can email us at podcast at tunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash tunamifaithfulpodcast and on Twitter at tunamipodcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify. You can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash tunamifaithfulpodcast. And you can get the latest news by following at Tunami News on Twitter and read news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. You can subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at Patreon.com backslash ToonamiFaithful if you want to help us out and see some cool behind-the-scenes videos and extended interviews from some of our projects, such as CJ's long uh, hour-and-a-half documentary, which has a lot of cut footage. So you definitely want to check out those interviews if you enjoyed his feature presentation of what Toonami means to me. Okay, as you are the guest this time around, Alien, tell us where they can find you. You can find me on twitter.com at Alien Renegade. You can find my video edits on YouTube under Alien Renegade videos. And you can find my music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, and every major streaming service. Just search up Amperin. Just dropped a Tanami Beats Volume 5 last month and the new Akane Shinjo song. So please check those out. Cool, cool, cool. Now, Laser, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. Uh, and of course, you can find my written articles on uh, Tanami Faithful. Shocker. I've got one in the pike. It's going to be fun. Um... And you can find me on the Dumb Weebs podcast, which you can also find Alien and V-Lord on. It's, it's a fun time. And uh, I have abdicated some editing to, to Alien because I got behind. I'm sad. <laughs> All hail our new editing overlord. All had our editing overlord who's actually competent because that's not me. <laughs> and V-Lord, uh, tell the people about your many, many podcasts. <laughs> yes. So first off, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, at VLordGTZ. Um, but I also write a bunch of stuff. Uh, first off, for Tsunami Faithful, TsunamiFaithful.com. I write editorials and various things like that. Um, and then I also write manga and light novel reviews for all-comic.com. But then podcast-wise, I do a bunch of stuff. First up, affiliated with the Tsunami Podcast, uh, the Demon Slayer Podcast on Twitter, at DSlayerPodcast. If you want to hear anything Demon Slayer related, that's your go-to. Then we have the Oversoul Shaman King podcast on Twitter at Shaman King Pod. And then, like Laser mentioned, the Dumb Weebs podcast on Twitter at Dumb Weebs Pod. And I also have a brand new podcast called Saturday Night Shoggy, which I do with our fellow writers, Marion and Sakaki, about 
all the different uh, Shogakukan published manga and anime out there. That's on Twitter at SatNightShoggy. And our newest episode should be out by the time this is out. And that is on Call of the Night, the new manga by the creator of Dagashikashi. And we were able to get on our good pal and long-running letterer at Viz Media, Ace Chrisman, to talk about their work on the manga and kind of just their general thoughts on the series. So give that a listen. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. I am, of course, the usual host of this podcast, though lately I've been kind of divvying up that duty to CJ on occasion and uh, some sometimes even other people. But uh, you can also occasionally hear me on Surreal Resolutions Podcast ONA. It's kind of a general anime news podcast. And I have often appeared on their uh, seasonal anime discussion where they go down the line and talk about the first episode or two of all of the current new simulcasts. So I, I tend to do that with uh, those folks and my buddy Duelist. And uh, it's uh, usually a very long conversation. <laughs> but if you, if you just can't wait to hear me again, I might be on there. Uh, until uh, next time, uh, thanks for listening. And with that, we're punching out. podcast was over well we have some news i am your host sketch and joining me i have paul Buscrow, the founder of tsunamifaithful.com and lazy kid editorial writer tsunami faithful yes so uh we got a sudden schedule update last week from when we were recording this i was like well i guess i could just slap it on the end of another podcast why not <clears throat> So that being uh, kind of what that's we, why we're late. We uh we all dun, dun, dun. I think we all generally expected this sooner or later. So it's not a big surprise, but it was uh it was interesting to see when it happened. So we have the May eighth, twenty twenty one tsunami lineup, and uh, well here we go. At midnight we have Dragon Ball Super. At 12.30, we have new dub premiere episodes of My Hero Academia, replacing Attack on Titan after it ends. 
Uh, 1 a.m. We still have Food Wars at 1.30. It's still The Promised Neverland Season 2 at 2 a.m. Still Fire Force at 2.30. Still Black Clover at 3. Still Naruto Shippuden. And replacing Demon Slayer after it ends its rerun is Attack on Titan Season 4 reruns. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But there's definitely something that's... Um... Bugging us. <laughs> ask, a, a, ask me the thing, Paul. Are you comfortable and angry? I'm comfortable and furious, Paul. Hmm. Uh-oh. It's because Laser's here. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. He's just ruining everything. I have a tendency to do that, you know. I mean, I wanted to have you to myself, Sketch, because I haven't had you to myself for a while. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm but now we have Menage a Trois. <sighs> but Laser's older. I don't like older people. What? Oh. I am old. But, but, <laughs> true. but Paul, isn't Darrell older than you? I think they're all oh, exceptions. Exceptions. Actually. Oh, I, I see. I see how it is. I, I just, I, I happen to have, I happen to just like dark chocolate. Okay, it's, 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 it's fine. That's entirely understandable. <laughs> what is not entirely understandable is why the fuck would they put My Hero Academia premieres behind Dragon Ball Super reruns? Okay, why would you do I guess, that? I guess Sketch is swearing tonight. Okay. Well. Here we are. <laughs> Look, yeah. When they yeah. did this to Attack on Titan, I was like, uh, this. I kind of get it because Attack on Titan seemed diminishing returns over the yes. years. Though it's clearly still plenty popular, and people were, you know, watching it every week on Crunchyroll at least. But My Hero Academia is so big right now that I just. How is that not important enough to boot Dragon Ball Super? I don't, mm. I don't get it. I mean, I'd get it if maybe this was like the first time they ever reran Super, but it, it's not. But so technically it's the first time they reran Super, or yeah. maybe the first time they ran Super. Yeah, if it was premieres, that would be one thing. I, oh, well, know, yeah. Can't really argue with that, but these are reruns, and if, if they honestly don't think My Hero Academia premieres are gonna do like if they don't think that those are gonna do as well as dragon ball super reruns we're just never gonna be rid of dragon ball super are we i, I mean <laughs> so much, unfortunately if, if that's not gonna do it i don't know what does so i mean y'all know that i'm not the type of person to bitch about tsunami i i i, I very rarely bitch about tsunami these days because obviously you know me and Sketch and a couple of the other staff have gotten the luxury of meeting the Toonami crew and them explaining things and getting better understanding of things. So it's very few and far between for me to bitch about things. But My Hero Academia, not being the first show to start off the block, when it's done it before and it's done really good ratings, brand new, just doesn't fucking make sense to me. And I just, I'm sure there's a reason and I'm sure it has to do something with a contract. Probably. Always seems, seems to happen where there's a contract. Maybe Toei was like, 
well, if you want to rerun some of Super, it needs to be the first show. Okay, I totally get that. But if that's not the reason, why? <laughs> you know what and I mean? even like, if it oh. is the reason, it's still kind of a crappy one, even though they <laughs> might be stuck with the situation. I, I think there's, I, you know, honestly, Sketch, like, and I know, like, you guys... Jesus Christ blew up that our DM <laughs> going back and forth about this. Kinda but did. like, you know, it's I don't think it's something complicated. I think it's more just very simple. And I think that Toei just basically was like, listen, this show needs to be the first show that plays on Toonami. If you want to rerun it, and that's it. And at the very I, least, I, I'm sure that I Toei wouldn't allow them to, to stick it in the back, which is no. where oh, reruns shit. belong. <laughs> I, I would not say it's out of character for Toei to do that. Be like, nope, you got to put it first. I could easily see them doing that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I you know, it, it was very interesting to me because, so, obviously, we have, there's also Dr. Stone out there still. Mm-hmm. And I see my hero academia coming and I'm like, okay, that's, that's great. And it's expected and yeah. Okay. But I think if I was seeing the, the Dr. Stone, I think that's Crunchyroll's Twitter for it. Um, like the season two is already played through or all the episodes are up. And I'm sitting there staring at that and going, where the hell is Dr. Stone? Well, and, and then it makes get me... Get away for the opportunity. <laughs> right, but but and, and the how, why I'm relating that to this situation is I'm like, what happens if they go to put Dr. Stone on? Are you going to put... There's the rub, baby, because the yeah, best Dr. Stone is, is going to get is 1 a.m. Exactly. So it's yeah. like... It's like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like... How like how does it how does it make sense when that Dragon Ball Super is rerunning and it's streaming on Funimation and somebody said Hulu I believe too it is on, it's yep, on Hulu fully on Hulu so and that's probably because Funimation and Hulu have that deal too so that's not probably um but you sit there and you see that and you go why is it number one like okay. I could I could make an argument for twelve thirty. I could make an argument for one, and yeah, I could even make an argument for the first show, if it's something like what happened with Attack on Titan, because Attack on Titan really hasn't done well, and that's that has nothing to do with Tsunami. That was that was their fuck up, not not Funimation's fuck up, but the creators waiting fuck up. waiting for so long for season two yeah oh my god if they hadn't waited they would have that fire would have caught and it would have been one of the number one shows still but i digress i can i, I can make arguments for those this when my hero academia has started the block has done well in the ratings and has carried toonami and has been a big has been a good intro for toonami when dragon ball super wasn't there or dragon ball kai wasn't there or whatever like it just it just makes me sit there and go is this a contract thing or do you guys are you guys not getting it 
<laughs> I kind of feel like Adult Swim's programming department just doesn't want to try anything else. I mean, I can understand why they'd be scared coming out of last year, but still. Well, no, but but sketch is it is it trying something else? Because it's not really trying something else. It's trying. To, yeah, it's a show that's already been proven to do well. And I yeah. mean, if you look at the last time My Hero Academia was the lead show, and you look at how Toonami's doing right now, it's, uh, My Hero Academia did a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. And I mean, I... and they just lost. A uh, bunch of people through Comcast because Comcast is being stupid again. So those ratings are only going to get worse. But I mean, we really shouldn't worry about the ratings or anything like that. It's just look. We obviously Dragon Ball Super is a draw. There are people who will only watch Dragon Ball Super. But if they're only going to watch Dragon Ball Super and they don't watch anything else, are they really worth having? Whereas My Hero Academia viewers kind of do watch the other shows. So, yeah, I mean, that seems like a better draw. idea. See, that, that's, the, that's the funny part because, like, two things about the ratings before I get to the point. One, like, I don't think really ratings matter right now when it comes to Adult Swim. Yes, and um, if they don't, then they shouldn't be so scared to move Dragon right, Ball Super. Right, but but I think it, the 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 flip side of that too, and to make the point, number two is, but the ratings do matter because it kind of shows when a show translates into making other shows popular as well. So, you know, when you when you see the ratings when a My Hero Academia is on, like you said, you start to see a slower drop off as mm -hmm. the shows play. So it's kind of like, why would you do, why would you take that away from, you know, the number one slot when it's done such a great job of pulling people in? And I could, now that I'm thinking about it, I maybe what they're trying to do, Sketch, if it doesn't have anything to do with a contract, is maybe they're doing what... Um, you're saying where they're putting, yes, Dragon Ball Super starts the block, but maybe because all those people that tune in for My Hero Academia stay, they're playing that after Dragon Ball Super to keep those people. Because there could be also an argument that if My Hero Academia was the first show and then Dragon Ball Super came on, oh, there no, might that be, would be disastrous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Because then people tune out because, oh, it's a rerun. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's kind and of... And if that is the case, then they should just give us back 11.30 and have My Hero Academia at the second spot. Yeah, see, that was, that was the other thing that, that surprised me. That would make me. sense. That would make a lot more sense. That was the other thing that surprised me, because I was like, why didn't you just put My Hero Academia at 11.30? Like, that just makes sense to me, like... And, you or know, yeah, doing that, but happens. then once again you have a rerun right after My Hero Academia, and that's probably going to be disastrous. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. Also, they decided to put Final Space on Saturday, but they put it before Family Guy. What? Yeah, why not put it after Family Guy? Yeah, it's probably going to do better. 
Yeah. That's a good lead. And it would have been a good lead in for Toonami as well. Hell, it could have been fine on Toonami instead of Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Super. Sure. I'd take it. My big question is why are we still doing Dragon Ball Super when we have all of these other Dragon Ball shows? Well, uh, that's because Dragon Ball Super doesn't more. cost them additional money. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's plus, a good answer. Plus, it's all those shows are already on Hulu and whatever insert so streaming is, service. So is Dragon Ball Super. Well, I, actually, it's a little hard to. Like, one thing, Kai isn't anywhere. Right now, no, that's true. Kai isn't Kai anywhere. isn't anywhere. Uh, Dragon Ball, I think the dub, Dragon Ball's on Hulu, but is the dub? Yeah, hundred percent. Hmm. Okay. Z is not though. Yeah, <laughs> Z is only on Funimation, which you know, weird. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at that point, you might as well just do Kai because that's nowhere anyway. Exactly. Like, I would probably be less frustrated with them sticking kai up front at this point i mean i would too but yeah that, that that's it's still the same problem it is but at least it's something that we haven't seen recently quote unquote yeah yeah the and reason as a dragon ball guy i love super. dragon ball but i don't need to see dragon ball super over and over no no well you know i've i've always had this argument of if and again i we don't see everything so you know, oh yeah, no. Sometimes we're saying is a pinch of salt for that. Very right. Reason. I mean, sometimes what I say, don't take it. Just take it with a grain of salt because we don't know everything. But I've always argued about let's try the experiment of taking dra- taking Dragon Ball, whether it be Super Kai, whatever, and putting it as the last show of the block and seeing what it does. I would be because... interested in seeing how that does. That yeah. would be interesting. I would like to see what that would do. And and here's another thing too is especially coming up with Cartoon Network's rebranding where it has like, what is it? It's, it's the kids, the kids hours, regular Cartoon Network, and then Adult Swim, right? That's what, that's how it is. Yeah. The, the, the preschool one's going to run from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Then it'll be regular Cartoon Network until Adult Swim. So, you know, it would make sense. Like, obviously, Toonami's not going to end at six o'clock, but, (laughs) You know, you want to have something there that's not that if kids are waking up to see whatever's at 6 a.m., they're not they're not getting something that's going to make them go, Mommy, I need to go in my room and hide. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you know, like even doing that, even if it's not on Tsunami, like makes sense, too. But, you know, it's. I've always argued that. Yes, it's okay for you to have Dragon Ball. But it's not okay for you to rerun it at, at, at midnight if it's already played. Just put it at the end of the block. Put it at the end of the block and let it ride and see what happens. Because I'm going to be honest with you, you may see an uptick in, in people watching. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, and bars are, are not open till 2 a.m. right now, but people were coming home, were leaving bars at 2 a.m., getting home at 2.30, 3 o'clock, and they were tuning into things back in the day mm-hmm. on Tuna. So, I mean, it, it just makes sense to me that... Hey, hell, if you do that, I don't care if you even put an hour of Dragon Ball Super. If you want to put exactly. two hours of Dragon Ball Super from four to six, go sure, for why it. why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, you could you could rerun the whole 
you could rerun all of Dragon Ball Super by doing that. And it wouldn't, and you'd, you'd have plenty Guarantee of. Guarantee it'd do better than the comedies are doing there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, probably. You know, and, and I mean, Family Guy, which we thought was supposed to leave, I thought was supposed to leave last month, is still around. So no, I'm... it's it's leaving in the fall. Oh, is it? Oh, which okay. uh, let's let's talk about this now. Since they have decided to do this, put My Hero Academia's new season on at the same time that Dragon Ball Super is still rerunning. Uh, here's here's a bit of a problem. When Super finally ends, there's only going to be about seven episodes of My Hero Academia season left. Hmm. Yeah. What a waste. Yeah. yeah. I mean, And then what do they do? Do they rerun Super again? Because they're losing Family Guy. I would bet a decent amount of money that they are probably going to renew that contract for Dragon Ball Super just to have it i mean i you know it's i honestly you know i would rather them do what they were trying to do before which was take my hero academia make a contract to play the whole all the seasons and play it from episode one whether that be two episodes a night or whatever because honestly, like that is a better option than doing super, you know, all the time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have super because, you know, yeah, it's Dragon Ball. It's popular. People do tune in for it. But at the same time, like if it's on Funimation now and it's on Hulu, does it really, should you really have it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the argument I always make. And yeah. I haven't looked at the app, so I don't know if, like, all of Super's still on the Adult Swim app. I think it is. But, well, and that, so if, if that's the case, then, okay, fine. I think that's that's fine. I mean, that's that's perfectly fine with me. Um, But, again, and, and it, it's kind of like with Attack on Titan. They have every single season of Attack on Titan on their app. Last time I checked every single season of black Clover, um, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where I sit there and I go, well, you have other things, <laughs> you know, like let's, let's do some, let's do something else here, guys. Let's, you know, let's mix it up. <laughs> I mean, you haven't played ghost in the show for a fucking long time. Come on, let's mix this shit up. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have too many bitches, but you know, it just doesn't make sense. That I'm honestly a little bit disappointed that Demon Slayer is getting replaced by immediate Titan reruns. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of sad. Because they well. even had like this strange situation where these, if people are watching these shows on demand, sometimes they'll see bumpers for like Ghost in the Shell or One Punch Man season two. Mm-hmm. So those exist. Makes yeah. you think that they probably intended to use them at some point, but I I guess they're not doing it, which is like, well, that's a bummer. Yeah, I just I, I don't get that. I, I just I... It's, it doesn't it's it doesn't weird... make sense. The only thing I can come up with besides the the contractually obligated was just they're using a security blanket, and in which case I understand 
that they need to let go. Yeah, they're, they're using it too much as a crutch, and they're running out of their runway with this My Hero Academia season. Well, so the the only other thing that we can that that we haven't really talked about that is a possibility, but there again, Adult Swim really Adult Swim and Toonami really haven't clued us in. But you know, there are these Toonami original shows mm-hmm. or whatever Adult Swim original shows that are supposed to play it sometime at some point this this year. Are yeah. we gonna see that? Like, is that what's is that why Dragon Ball Super is the placeholder? Like, is that why you did it? The spot. That would make sense, actually. Well, I mean, they better not put them behind Dragon Ball Super reruns. Oh my gosh, that would be ridiculous as all heck. No, I, 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 I see Dragon Ball Super as kind of being maybe a placeholder for something, and that's another possibility I think is floating out there. But you know, it. it if if that's the case, okay, then just say, hey, there's something that's going to play there. Can't tell you what it is, but we'll let you know. I don't believe for a second that they're not going to finish it. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They're, they'll definitely finish it. And I think once they finish it, one of these Toonami original shows will show up. Oh, absolutely. I, because sure, it will end sense. the last week of September. Perfect timing for Uzumaki to start and, in October. And, and I mean, maybe that's why they're doing it that way. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, again, again, then then we come back to okay. Well, are you are you just putting it there, and then Doctor Stone is going to take it over, or is Doctor Stone going behind My Hero Academia? Like, because I mean, obviously, Fire Force is going to come to an end here soon. It actually ends the week after this schedule starts. So. Are you going to rerun Fire Force or or do you have Dr. Stone waiting in the wings to take that place? Well, if they don't have Dr. Stone, there's always Assassination Classroom. Heck yeah. Or something else. The fun fun season. I'm sure they're going to bring it back, but it's it's kind of funny because... (laughs) Also seems like like they might have like contractual obligation to not move Food Wars from 1 a.m. Probably. In, yeah, in which case, well, what do they do when Fire Force ends and they can't really do anything other than move Neverland? I mean, I mean, they they may move it to two o'clock. Who knows? <laughs> I suppose but it depends I, I, I on how see, it does. I don't see Doctor Stone not at least getting either the one or one thirty. So I um, certainly hope so. I don't think they would put it at two a.m. No, I don't think so. That would be stupid, and that would be suicide. Um, and you know that brings up another point. It seems like they're very dug in on the twelve to four schedule. Like, well, they like the consistency. Speaking yeah. of the consistency, another reason why they probably don't want to move Dragon Ball Super is it's because what people expect to see at midnight on Saturday True. without fail, they don't expect to see it at eleven thirty. They don't expect to see it at twelve thirty. They expect it to be at midnight every week. I'm, I mean, honestly, for me, Toonami starts at 12.30 for that very reason. Same! <laughs> if I'm even home by then, I'm usually not home till at least yeah, 1. Yeah, I mean, typically I just record it at this point, but if I'm live, that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that consistency is probably a reason why they don't want to change it up 
even if it would make sense to give something else the lead. That Which makes is, sense. Uh, unfortunate because it's, it's a situation that's like, well, when are you ever going to stop? That's true. And then uh, that I'm at the point like, please, Toei, please take it away. Take it away immediately. Mm. <laughs> Do not want. Take it away and burn the bridge. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it, and then that leads to, you know, are we, you know, obviously if they decide to continue super at some point you know i'm of the opinion it's an it's a when not an f but yeah yeah i mean well i mean i'll be honest with you if they don't continue super they're idiots but you know i i just i just you know it's like i get that you can't say tsunami without saying dragon ball but we're also not taught we're also talking about the adult swim version not the Cartoon Network version. So it's okay. It's okay for Super not to be number one. It's perfectly fine for that to happen. I mean, we ran Modern Tsunami without Dragon Ball for several years. Just yeah. fine. Now, yeah. I was more than happy to see it come back, mind you. Because, again, I love Dragon Ball. I'm probably one of the biggest Dragon Ball fans on staff, if I'm being honest. But the, the, the reruns of Super are just kind of make me go guys we've already watched this it's out on everything why and you know uh, (laughs) the one thing that always always annoys me too is like oh we're gonna start from insert arc i'm like no if you're gonna rerun something go from episode one and rerun it I I would have hated if they did that in this case. Well, oh, I would have as well. But but see, sketch in in my view, if you're gonna rerun something too, should it be at midnight? No, absolutely. It should not. be. Oh yeah, it should no, be down all, at the end. We all agree with that. And that's the, that's the thing. It's not like, at three a.m. Then by all means, starting from yeah, the beginning. I, I mean, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like I always thought they should have moved it back, put it at three a.m. or three thirty or whatever. What I wanted this to be was a temporary solution that they would discard when the time was right. Apparently, yeah, the time's not right yet, and I'm like, kind of why I'm isn't it? As well. Yeah, because Hero Academia is a perfect choice. You, I don't know. Other than it or Demon Slayer, I can't think of anything that would be as good of a choice. Yeah. Currently, nothing would be a better choice. No. So, if they're not going to do it for My Hero Academia... (laughs) It's Dragon Ball forever and ever. Just going to keep drag on. on. Oh, God. They're they're going to rock that dragon. They don't want to rock the dragon. (laughs) but yeah my my dearest hope is that when those original shows come in that they will not be behind dragon ball super reruns much less more dragon ball super reruns after this run ends which it should by the end of september yeah perfect timing for it to just go away and make way for these original shows correct which maybe that's the plan. Uh, I, I still think hope. you probably should have been playing My Hero Academia first, anyway. But <sighs> whatever. Yeah. Well, and and you know, there's there's another thing too. Like, how many how many episodes are dubbed so far of My Hero Academia? One. One. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, okay, I, I understand that it's a couple weeks away. Okay, fine, great, wonderful. But are you are are you built are you putting yourself in the corner by doing this? Like, there's there's more Doctor Stone episodes ready. And it would make uh, sense to me. They've been dubbing a lot faster lately than they were back last season here at Academia. I'm yeah, less worried but... about that now than I would have been if they were still at last year's capacity. Like, yeah, but at, as, as at we... worst, they're every other week. And sometimes they're every week now. And right, don't forget, yeah. about three episodes into My Hero Academia's run, they're probably going to take a week off for Memorial Day. True. But, I mean, you have to also keep in, in mind here, too, that... <laughs> things have been happening in texas <laughs> that's true you know i mean it's that might be another reason why they won't put it first even though they didn't really well they they re-ran episodes of my hero academia in the first slot last year just because what else could they have done and, and don't get me wrong don't get me wrong funimation did move to a new building so i mean Maybe it's maybe a lot more people can come in, and it's going to be these things are going to be dubbed faster. But oh, most of the stuff's still being done from home. Yeah, exactly. So that's that kind of worries me because it's like, yes, but they've kind of gotten the process down, so I'm not too concerned. But it definitely would have been a safer choice to Dr. have Doctor Stone mm-hmm. first. And then bring in My Hero Academia. Oh God! What happens? What happens if they can't get season two of Doctor Stone? And to another point, I know that oh. they're like in a hurry to get the My Hero on as soon as they can, but I mean, if they had waited longer, then we wouldn't have the problem of My Hero only having maybe seven episodes left by the time Super ends. They could yeah. have extended that considerably. They could have, yes. And that might have even been better. Mm-hmm. Less problems all around. I'm just... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Toonami has a good lineup this year. The, oh, yeah. No, wait, no more than you look at it. I mean, this is like another... Oh, yeah. What was that, 2019? This is another 2019. This is stacked. That's why I love when people complain. They're like, oh, well, you know, Toonami's not... Toonami doesn't have a good lineup. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, they have they have all the shows that are popular, like my it's Fire Force, Black Clover, My Hero Academia, Dragon Ball Super, even though some of us don't like what they're doing right now. Naruto ship it in. Like, what what do you what else do you want? Like, I mean More obscure get, shows. What's that? <laughs> More obscure shows. Well, I mean, don't get Got me wrong. Grid, man. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, mean, true. but see, that's the thing, like Toonami has been, when they can play shows, they play them. Mm-hmm. But in this streaming environment, that's very that's very slim for them. Unless it's brand new, off off the truck, so I mean, to speak. You know? Honestly, the brand new off the truck is probably, if we're going to talk about versus streaming, I think that's actually the worst choice for them because that's what everyone's going to streaming for. I think mm-hmm. Toonami would do much better curating older stuff that maybe people missed. Well, well, that's what I'm saying, like, is, you know, like it's a show like a Gridman. Mix. Like Gridman. Gridman's like great like Gridman, for example, Gridman has probably been locked up in some kind of streaming contract. So Toonami was somehow able to get the contract to play it, and therefore that's why it was on. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, like, they I should... don't think that was necessarily the case. I think Gridman was just a case of 
they wanted to show it and they could get get it to work. Cause let's be real here, well, the demand for Gridman was not there. I mean, it, I'm one of the big fans, but it it did coincidentally finish up streaming like exactly two years before True. they announced it. So See. I think there might be some credits to that. Yeah. Also, because yeah. they said we wanted to get this sooner, but we couldn't. See, there you go. And that's Fair usually enough. what happens. That's a good answer there. And they that's, definitely that's had the space for it earlier in yeah. that year. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's right. that's what you have to take into consideration, Laser, is like, they don't, if, yes, they may want insert show that people have been asking for, but because it's locked up in some contract. Oh, hi, Mom can't. Psycho 100 Season 2. Oh, my God. Yeah, that I one. mean, I'm not necessarily asking for things that we've been asking for. I actually want them to find things I don't know about. Still that, blows, that's what I want them to do. It oh, still absolutely. Blows my mind. It still blows my mind that they can play Season 2 over over in Latin America, but they can't play fucking Season 2 here. Like, these contracts just are just so fucking bizarre. It's not even funny. Well, it's because of the U.S. contract. Yeah, I know. It's just really stupid. But anyways, yeah, so... I, mean, I, I still think that's coming this year because it's been two years. Mm. I mean, that honestly, might be part of it. just slightly surprised that that didn't already come. But I mean, they have the priority of Neverland, probably Doctor Stone. Uh, Food Wars came back sooner than I thought it would. Well, yeah, I mean, Food I mean, Wars that's back the... really surprised me. Honestly, I'm that's... happy, but it surprised me. Yeah, but that's that's the country that's the Crunchyroll deal that they have. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you don't see season four here soon, too. So, I mean, it just makes sense to me that they're going to play all of that. I'm sure, you know, I bet you that's what happened. They couldn't get it themselves, even though I think wasn't Food Wars season three. That was contracted by Crunchyroll, right? Anyways. Yeah. So maybe that's why they were like, well, yeah, season we, three we was contractually complicated. I can definitely confirm. Yeah. That. So that's probably why I got that was up. when it, it was kind of switching hands from uh, Sentai, Sentai to Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense that, you know, season three Crunchyroll was like, Oh yeah, we're going to put this on Toonami. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why wouldn't you put a show on Toonami and at the end, when the show ends, your logo comes up? Come on now. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, at least the Crunchyroll deal has some other aspects to it, but, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm very interested to see We're just gonna... so tired of them relying on Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> we, we kind of all are, like, for varying reasons. Just so tired. Yeah. Look, we understand why they do it but we still don't like it <laughs> no yeah i get it they're doing what they're doing to, to maximize but it'd be nice for them to take a little more risks and i hope that my hero academia regularly beats dragon ball super <laughs> me too I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you i would love for them to do something completely out of the box just hear me out on this they won't but just hear me out I would love to see them take Dragon Ball Super, move everything, move everything up, except put Dragon Ball Super at three, and then Attack on Titan at three thirty. I would love to see them do that and see what happens. I'd probably put Attack on Titan before Super because Super's kind of a better transition to comedy. 
That's true, but I, I think I think the Dragon Ball Super then Attack on Titan thing kind of works a little bit better, but mm. that's that's just me. But I also think it you... might be interesting or potentially problematic to uh, slap Super at like 2 a.m., like halfway through. Mm. See what that does. I would, yeah, I mean, that, that I, might get people tuning in who just don't want to bother changing the channel and just wait for Super. Well, that could I mean, that's theoretically why, be good. That's why Ship It In is, is where it is, is because no matter where they put it, the ratings at that hour go up because people are tuning in for it. So it's like, you know, like, if that's the case with Ship It In, why don't you try that with Super? Well, if you got a Ship It In DBS Power Hour, I think that would work. Yeah, I, I think, think that so would work too. spectacularly. Both I think of those I, names are huge. I think that would be perfect. And giving giving these other shows like a Food Wars, a Fire Force, a Promise Neverland, even though you guys say the season sucks, this season <laughs> sucks. Like you know, like I <laughs> they missed sh- my arc. I'm they sad. should well, yeah, they yeah. massacred my boy. We, they we're did. not talk, We're not going to talk about that right nah, now. Nah, I'm not qualified to talk about because I've only read so far in the manga. But you guys know what I mean. Like you Same. know, move this stuff up so people that can't stay up till and you god's know, out if toei's gonna complain about the time slot then put dragon ball super back at 8 p.m it works no, out no. fine i have a better idea make more episodes well, i mean yes. we all would love that that's a whole other barrel of fish well that's the thing like it, laser i mean i'm I, I like super myself too i'm not gonna dive deep into this because Oh I yeah, no, that's that's why I'm me. not. That's why I'm but not going too deep into it either. But the the manga, this uh, this new arc that they just had in the manga has ended. Uh, gr- the, the new one after that, the granola arc, is painfully bad. Well, I don't really Weird. care about. That. The next one is. is oh yeah, the Moro like, arc. The Moro arc was fun. So it's like people want to see that. Do the arc. Oh, I would do love like, for them to animate Do the same fucking thing that you have done with My... Attack on Titan, Promise Neverland, uh, well, every single anime that I could pick that you've done. You do a season, which covers the whole arc of a, of a show, of a manga, and then... And then just go back and do the next one after. Exactly. It, which, which I would be all for. My understanding exactly. is they want to do a whole lot at once, and they don't want to repeat what happened to Super the first time, where they didn't really know what they were doing right away, and it didn't go so well for them. Mm-hmm. They, they they do the same fucking thing with like Hunter Hunter and all these other fucking things. It's just... Oh yeah, it's a it's a problem. Oh my god, I just want to stab these people in Japan. Uh, well we should, we should probably uh, not do violence, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, stop I mean, Asian I, 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 hate. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I mean, if we're gonna go there, Jesus Paul, Christ! Paul has been canceled. It's okay. I'll get can- I got canceled earlier. It's all good. We can all get canceled together. No, it's just I. I just get really bothered because they don't. Oh it's no! Like, I understand where you're coming from. I do, mean, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like, it just doesn't. Oh make no! Sense to me. Well, at least There's they finally of... woke up and decided to. Finish Bleach. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah, love love that. Oh but yes, that as a as a Westerner, seeing some of the stuff that the Japanese would, market wouldn't does that be holy shit? That that thought just came into my mind. Wouldn't that be the fucking shit if like Dragon Ball Super ends and its slot goes to Bleach, 
<laughs> yeah, let's just hope it doesn't end up in Netflix jail like Shaman King. Oh, Let us hope and pray. Did they even did they even put out episodes yet, or they're they're gonna no. dump? Shaman King? No. It'll go up in a batch jail. eventually. Ugh. That and Eden Zero, if you're a uh, fairy tale slash rave master fan. You're hurting <laughs> my soul. All right, I think we've mined this enough. Yeah. I think so. So, um, I'm not thrilled about this. <laughs> and I will probably continue to be not thrilled about it for a while. So, uh, don't expect that to change. And, hey, uh, as, long as, you, as long as you don't do a cult, we're fine. It's, uh... <laughs> oh, my shots Dra- fired. Dragon Ball Super reruns before My Hero Academia premieres. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see how, how it pays off for them. Yeah. <laughs> bold, but stupid. Bold and but not necessarily brave. Oh yeah, not brave at all, is it? <laughs> no, it's quite the opposite. Quite actually. quite the opposite of brave. <laughs> yeah, this this certainly is not Batman Brave and the Bold. No. I think I'd rather us start with that than Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> that show's so oh, good. God. It's really It good. is a good show. Um, I liked it. Underappreciated show. Mm-hmm. I agree. Very good. I th- I think it's on HBO Max. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess we may as well just mention it real quick. <laughs> uh, the Gundam movie in development. Okay. <laughs> you know they, they've tried this before, right? Oh, yeah. I I find on my news. What Gundam, what are they doing? Oh, well, Netflix. For, first of all, it's a, it's a Netflix Oh no! Live yeah. action. Oh no! Dearly. They have tried this before. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, it's. Yeah, uh... I don't think we need to go any farther with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that sums up my reaction. You just got my immediate reaction. No, there's there's actually seriously there's actually a Gundam movie out there. It's yeah. not called Gundam. Is it's it called, called Gundam? G Savior? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's, it's called. It's very old. And it yes, was it terrible. Is. And it yes, was it was. Terrible. So, uh, unless you're going to do the whole, um, oh God, what is the name of that movie that Steven Spielberg did, did and Gundam uh, appeared? Pacific Rim? No, 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 no. Um, it was where they were in like a video game world. Oh, Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One. There you go. Ready, I'm sorry, guys. Like that, no, I just, I'm okay. tired. So that didn't, that came off. That was a darn good representation of the of the Gundam, I will say. Too bad exactly. the like, rest of that movie's just not good. If you if you did that with if you did that with a Gundam series, live action series, or movie or whatever, I'm good. Yeah. But I don't think you're gonna do that, so <laughs> Well I know there there is it. there is some like Legendary Pictures is involved in this, which why why is Legendary Pictures doing this for Netflix? I don't, whatever. But uh, Legendary Pictures is involved, and you know they did Pacific Rim, they they Sketch. did some big kaiju movies. So uh, theoretically, this may not be the worst thing ever. 
sketch. And, and and the director was the director for Kong Skull Island, which is a good movie. At least as far as big monkey fight things goes. <laughs> I yeah. Here, here, here's here's the thing though. Until I see a trailer, this doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Do you know how many anime based movies just that never happen? Evangelion movie. Uh-huh. I read that article in An America. It's totally happening. Live action Evangelion. Uh, there was supposed to be Robotech. Remember that uh, Akira was supposed to have a live action. Yeah, as well. Akira. Mm-hmm. Akira was you know in the news for a long time, and so they were like, "Yeah, we're we're putting this on indefinite. <laughs> Not happening." Uh, there, there was, there was options for Bakugan, Naruto, Bleach. Uh, I think I recently heard somebody trying to do Black Clover. (laughs) Fortunately, they did make a live action Dragon Ball. Yeah, that did happen. Although they were talking about that for years before it happened, and I like to pretend it didn't happen, but I unfortunately (laughs) saw it in theaters. There's been, there's been some good, like, um... Speaking of Dragon Ball, there's there's been some good like um, lower end people doing it on their own versions, and I, I I like the there was a Trunks one, like that one was really good. Yeah, the fan films oh, made yeah, by people who do these things out of the passion for the material. Those are cool. I mean, they're yeah. fairly limited in what they can do, but even so, they can pull off some pretty amazing stuff but but you, you, know, you give like, this stuff to hollywood and need need i mention ghost in the show but you know sketch like what i was trying to say was is legendary pictures is doing this because netflix threw money at them uh, so, yeah probably i mean that's basically how it happens i mean Netflix is hemorrhaging money, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying that no live action or animated hybrid anime manga based thing can work. Speed Racer was good, and uh, Battle Angel was pretty good. Battle Angel was pretty good. Um, God, what was it? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, I think, or whatever they called it. The the yeah yeah. All you need is go- that yeah, was that good. was good. That I had no idea it was based on a manga, but I didn't know someone told me later. So you can do it. I have little to no faith that they can pull it off with Gundam. (laughs) Little to no faith. They might make the Gundams look right. I hope they do. I mean, for pity's sake, they haven't been able to make a Power Rangers Megazord look good in a film. Oh, God. Let's let's not oh let's God. not let's no, not dig my, this all up. My brain is now melting. I think I think we're. <laughs> How do you mess that up so bad? Uh, yeah. Uh, but in the I, good news department, Stone Ocean's getting an anime adaptation. Hooray! Yay! Which means I have to add in a few times where I say, uh, "Actually, that is happening." To uh, our JoJo discussion that we recorded oh. prior. <laughs> oh man, that that's gonna be fun. Yeah, thankfully we we didn't run our mouths on. It was like, oh, they really should adapt Stone Ocean or something. Gosh, <laughs> Stone Ocean needs to happen. Why are they not adapting Stone Ocean? No, it's taking instead, so long. I just ranted about DFLO for about twenty minutes. Well, at least we'll get that version. 
<laughs> I mean, apparently we're not allowed to get the OVAs, but Netflix is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's let's hope that Stone Ocean doesn't go to Netflix. Uh, I I don't. Better not. I, it better not. I don't. I think that's one of those cases where Tsunami has the right to refusal on that one. Because it's they possible. Got, I think that they might got be the so case with uh, Demon Slayer 2, which really saves their bacon. Oh, yeah. gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you even imagine? Oh, gosh. So hopefully they can play that movie. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of confused people if they don't. Oh, yeah. like, I've read the manga, so I know. But, oh, my gosh, if you haven't, and you don't get to see the movie. Mm. Yeah. Well. Definitely, uh definitely an issue so please anaplex let them play the movie don't charge them a ridiculous amount of money for it and good luck on that one yeah it's only the most successful film in the history of japanese box office well hey i'm sure they'll give it to them for hardly any money at all i quote unquote only paid 40 dollars for the sword art movie so i imagine be around that range <laughs> I um uh, I was talking about the broadcast rights, which are obviously oh. going to be way more than forty dollars. Yes, <laughs> no, I was thinking about the home video release. My brain was having a different conversation. It's fun. Yes, forty dollars for the broadcast rights. That'll do it. Yeah, I think I paid twenty for just digital of the Sword Art movie. Yeah, yeah, forty I'm... was the physical. That's that's why I paid that much. Almost reasonable. <laughs> I think. Oh, that's kind of how I felt about it. I think we're coming to the end of this, so. <laughs> I think you're right. We're 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 branching into side topics. Yes. Well, I just figured we might as well cover additional news that has been relevant yeah. to Toonami. And uh, yeah, speaking of JoJo, now it's on Funimation, and up to Diamond is Unbreakable is on Netflix now. But the only place you can watch. Golden Wind is still on adultswim.com. Well, dubwise anyway. Which which by the way, like and Blu-rays. This these streaming rights are just so like so fucking confusing now. Why, <laughs> I'm not going to go into it. Why like, does all these services have just a little bit of Inuyasha but only Hulu has all of it? Yeah. All of the stuff is very confusing. I have to agree with you. It's, it's like it went from it went head from scratcher. it went from one streaming service or one TV broadcaster has the rights to something to now oh look insert show is on fifty different streaming services and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh my god and hey like, now all the episodes of Hunter Hunter are on HBO Max mm. I think it's the only place all of them are interesting dubbed anyway. I'm happy on those Blu-rays. <laughs> Me too. But yeah. Yep. That's uh, that's the lineup coming up, but it's probably going to change this week right after. So yep. maybe that's what they're doing. Like, ah, one more week of Dragon Ball Super. We could hope. Maybe. Probably not. But uh, if that were the case, they probably would have put it at 12 30 for just that week so my hero can start is because they're not gonna put dr stone in front of my hero academia no 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 no, no. i can't think of anything other than 
Dragon Ball Super that they would put in front of My Hero Academia. Hundred percent agreed. Agreed. But hey, hopefully whatever comes next is good, and you know, we we don't end up with a dud. <laughs> and hey, if it's not Doctor Stone, then I hope they just surprise us with something we didn't even see coming. That's always what I want, especially if it ends up at two a.m. You know, like another Gridman. I I will a any Gridman like thing. It makes me happy. Uh, yeah, that other show is is av available on Funimation, but I don't think it's going to be available to Toonami anytime soon. It's not even dubbed yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fun. I like Dinozenon, but it is not dubbed. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's like, oh, this is more like Sentai. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down with the uh, giant robots. It's, giant it's really robots. it's really more of a giant robot show than Gridman actually was. Gridman was a lot more psychological. Man, here's our Gridman podcast 2.0. Ah, exactly. Well, this is probably going to be attached to that Gridman conversation, so it's all good. Fair enough. <laughs> I was wondering if this that. was going to be good. an episode I was on or not. It's a, it's a good segue. It is a good segue. Except this is going to be after. Alas. Why did you do that? Well, it just makes more sense that way. It does. Because that is the focus of the episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's it. That's the schedule. Not much of a change, but My Hero Academia's coming right back. And we are due for a podcast talking about what's happened in My Hero Academia in recent seasons. So I have charged CJ with heading that one up. Because I know he's a big My Hero Academia fan. Makes mm -hmm. sense to me. And I've recorded enough podcasts lately. <laughs> you poor, poor soul. <sighs> the things I do for love. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's the love for me. Sure, that's what it is. <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> It's my love of Toonami, obviously. Jeez, come on. <laughs> okay. You'll always be my silver medal. <laughs> Why do I gotta be the silver? What the fuck? <laughs> you're lucky you're not the bronze. Yeah, I don't even think I get that. I think I'm down in, like, the, the tin variety. Wait, oh, who gets kidding? gold? Wait the... a minute. Wait a minute, who gets gold? Well, in this Toonami. conversation, Toonami got gold. Yes. Oh, okay. So really, okay. you're, you're not silver. Darrell silver. You knew that. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that would make he's not Bay, since if Toonami's before him and before anyone else, if that's what Bay means. I mean, since this is a rabbit hole, really. <laughs> this, this yeah, anyway, it's time forever. to get out of here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this news update and us ranting about My Hero Academia not airing before Dragon Ball Super. I hope it was cathartic for you. It was for us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially sketch. <laughs> Poor sketch. <sighs>